Super Duty Tough Work, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth that almost didn't happen today. <laughs> Dude, your brother Illogic over there. Uh, hey, you know, got my times mixed up. <laughs> but you know, we was just saying that, you know, just showing up is half the battle. Yeah, exactly. If, if you just show up, you'd be ahead of 90% of the people who do what you do. And so that's why we just show up every week to podcast. We take a couple weeks off here and there, but uh, overall, we I think we drop more episodes than anybody every year. Yeah, I mean, every week, pretty much. Like yeah. we might miss, We might miss maybe three, three or four out of the year, but for the most part. Yeah, and we be doing episodes even when we not recording every week. We record episodes early. Early. Yeah. And drop them like, yeah, take that, motherfucker. We're not missing. <laughs> We're not missing no week. Mm. Yeah, I think the only cats who drop more episodes than us is uh Southern Vanguard Radio. Shout out oh, to yeah, our Because they drop two a week. <laughs> yeah, we not catching them brothers. <laughs> nah. Not at all. You know, two joints a week. I don't know nobody with that level of podcasting right now. Like them dudes. When they take time off, they it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, we here, man. This is, uh, you know, this is the month about writing, and we're going to continue talking about writing this month. For those of you who have been at home, peeping the last few episodes about writing, um, you know, this is we're doing it on purpose. There's a plan, you know. We, we want to talk about writing because you know the new book is is coming out, and in, uh, in like a week it ships. Next Friday, I start shipping copies, and really to everybody who's pre-ordered already, I'm going to start getting a lot of those packages out Monday. A lot of the, I'm gonna start sending some of them out just because, uh, you know, uh, it's good to get it to the people who support early. Get it to them early, you know. So I'm gonna start doing that with these pre-orders because I, I appreciate y'all. Um, we've also got uh, uh, probably in two weeks we're probably gonna have to start. What's it? Was it 16, 17, 19th? Yeah. Okay, yeah. it's that time. time. It's time for that uh, 60 days. Uh, uh, the health is wealth challenge. So what I want y'all to start doing, and we're going to do it this week, we're going to do it next week. The number to call is area code 614-388-8945. Again, that's 614-388-8945. Call that number. Leave a message about your health is wealth results, what you tried to do, how far you've gotten on it in the last two months, you know, um, and then, you know, we're, we'll do our results show at the end of this month and then we'll play your messages and, uh, you know, it could be a, a dope community thing, a super duty community. Got to bring y'all right. in. Right. You know, so uh, that's that's the next order of business. And then, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we talk about writing. The book is out. I want to pre- I want to thank everybody who's ordered so far. I appreciate y'all, you know, and uh, we're going to continue to put out you know, products and services. And we got more things coming down the pipe that uh, hopefully will be uh, shown in the next couple weeks or so just to kind of continue to build the community for those who listen to the show. And so this week, we want to talk about writing again. We're going to do something different this week, though. This week, we're going to talk about inspirational quotes about writing. Now, whether you're a writer, whether uh, you're a producer, uh, no matter really what you do, these all kind of apply to those who create out there. But, you know, since we're talking about writing this month, they're going to be phrased in terms of writing. But these are quotes from like established, famous, legendary writers about writing. And uh, 
you know, we want to share these because some of the things we say on here, we want y'all to know it's not just some shit we say on here. You know, these are things that even the best writers say, feel, do put into practice. And so uh, we want to share some quotes and then we're going to bounce these quotes around and give our feedback and our thoughts on these quotes. And uh, hopefully you find some incredible inspiration in this episode. If you are a writer, hopefully inspires you to start writing. If you aspire to write and if you are writing, uh, hopefully it inspires you to continue writing or to finish whatever you are working on um, so that you can, you know, achieve those dreams, man. Achieve those dreams. And so uh, we'll take a break. and We'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness, the most infamous, you heard of us, official podcast murderers, the show comes equipped with few points to share, grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow, so go ahead and download, every single week with a brand new episode, you're not alone in this world cousin, so we share information and honest discussion, and keep repping the culture, like we supposed to, they spread gossip but they never come close to, I can hear it inside their tone, they talk Talk about the industry but never left their home You get laced up with bullet points and such Plus empowering topics that they never would touch You can put your whole network against the team But Super Duty Tough Works the MVP Most valuable podcast on MP3 Priceless info but all of it's free huh. So take these words home and think them through Super Duty Tough Work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Alright folks, we back, Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint, Illogic, once again, we about to talk about 25 inspirational quotes about writing now this is taken from a blog uh online that you can go look up uh now the, the blog had probably another 10 15 that you know i didn't think were quite as fire as the 25 that we selected and the blog if you want to check it out is at uh www.writerscollegeblog.com famous quotes on writing um and it's uh it's a dope blog uh but it's just quotes you know, but uh, stumbled upon it. I was like, yo, we got to use this. We got to drop this and share this with our people. And so the first quote we're going to share is quote number one says, a professional writer is an amateur who didn't quit. Richard Bach. Mm. Mm. What do you think, Elijah? I mean, I think that applies to everything. A professional anybody is, you know, somebody who didn't quit, didn't give up, kept pushing. And put the work in to become a professional. You know, what? what is it, the uh, 10,000 hours? Yes. You know, like, that's, you You can't, you, 10,000 hours is a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. Years. Years. Yeah, years. years. So, yeah, professional anything is, is someone who didn't quit. But, you know, as a writer, just got to keep going, man. Keep pushing. Yeah, yeah, it's dope. To, to think about that one because yeah you know most of the time we talk about and you know it's funny as we talked about at the beginning of this episode showing up is half the battle right mm-hmm. so you know we show up every week to do this show um it's because we know that once we get here it's easy 
mm-hmm. it's harder for us to fucking get here than anything else you know what i'm saying so but right. once we get here it's like oh shit okay we got this so uh you know same thing with with writing you know once you just getting started is hard you know what i'm saying but you just want to quit all the time because maybe the pay the shit ain't on pay shit is, is not on paper what you thought it would be right and so yeah you know i love that quote a professional writer is an amateur who didn't quit you know what i mean and you know what it really makes me think about there ain't no difference in the skill level between an amateur and a professional. Nah, it's not. Because the quote didn't say a professional writer is a really good amateur writer. Right. It just said a professional writer is an amateur who didn't quit. Yeah. The difference is the time invested. Yep. If you quit, you're an amateur. Yep. <laughs> if you keep going, you're a pro. Yep. <laughs> All right. Number two quote, an inspirational quote about writing is, I only write when I'm inspired, so I see to it that I'm inspired every morning at nine o'clock. Peter DeVries. <laughs> That's dope. <laughs> That's so dope. That's so dope. The schedule and the discipline, man. We talk about it all the time. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like make making time for what you want to do, making time for writing, making time. And that that's a beautiful quote. Yeah. Like yeah. At nine o'clock. It's time to write. I'm inspired. I'm about to write some. It's nine o'clock. I'm about to write. Yeah. I'm inspired. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah. We talk, like you said, we talk about that all the time over here about uh, inspiration being uh, overrated. Mm-hmm. And that was really important is that you have discipline when you sitting down and working on your craft because you're not going to be inspired all the time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the best thing you to do is just put that shit on the calendar and uh, you'll be fine. You know, so. Yeah. uh yeah, that's number two. Number three, inspirational quote about writing. Talent is cheaper than table salt. What separates it, the talented individual from the successful one is a lot of hard work. Stephen King. And and sometimes they ain't even talented. <laughs> sometimes they just work hard. And Tell them. there. Tell them. They get there. It ain't always about even about the talent. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sometimes it's the work ethic that get cats places because yeah. it'd be a lot of talented dudes that don't want to do nothing and they still in the same place they was 10 years ago. But it's dudes that's not nearly as talented, but they put that work in and it's a different result, man. Facts. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- that shit really hits on something because, yeah, you sit around and you start thinking, Oh yeah, you know I got talent, so I I'll, I'll be successful. Mm-hmm. And like you said, talent is not the issue. It's it's cheaper than table salt. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's what happens after you're talented. What work you put in after then that that will determine your trajectory as a writer. Right. Really dope. Another Stephen Queen quote. Stephen King quote uh, is number four, which number four says, "If you want to be a writer, you must do two things above all others: read a lot." And write a lot. Mm, I believe we talked. I, I believe both of those were mentioned um, in a previous episode by yeah. a couple guys. Yeah, yeah. I think a couple cats, you know, a couple hip hop dudes were saying that. They, they've been saying that. You know, they be saying that all the time, man. So, yeah, you know, yeah, read a lot. Mm-hmm. No one talks about this, you know, but yeah, most great writers, even productive writers, read a lot mm-hmm. write a lot you say you're a writer as we say writers write mm-hmm. 
You know, if, are you writing? If you're not writing, you're not a fucking writer. Right. You know, but, you know, you have to actually do those two things. They go hand in hand, you know, and they will. Each one helps the other one. It's number four. All right. Number five quote is this. There is no greater agony than bearing an untold story inside of you. Maya Angelou. Mm. Maya. Always with the with the jewels. Bars. Always with the jewels. Bars. Yeah, man. I'm like this is one of the things I, I talked to um Taya about this, my wife. Um, you know, cause she 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 journals and things like that. But and I read her stuff and I'm like, this, this is really good. And she's like, Well, I'm not a writer. I'm like, but you're telling your story like you're writing. So you are a writer. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. when you tell your story and you express your feelings, then that nobody else can do what you do about you. You know, so when you telling your story, like I think everybody has the potential to write because they have a, their own perspective. Yeah. So if you have that, if you have that inside you and you want to put it down, I believe everybody has the the ability and the, you know, the drive, you know, to get something out of them. But, you know, it's about it's about the dedication and actually doing it. But I believe everybody has it because everybody has a unique perspective. Absolutely. Uh, another thing it makes me think, too, is like. How many great writers out there are unhappy because they haven't written what's inside of them? Right. They may be working some bullshit job that they hate, um, have a dope story to tell, are a really good writer, but because they haven't sat down to get that untold story outside of them, they're living in pain, mm-hmm. agony. They haven't worked through that thing and they're not unfulfilled. You know, like there's got to be a lot of people like that. Yeah, there. I'm. I'm sure there are. I'm sure there are. Or people that are scared to really write what's inside of them, and they stick to writing about fluff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That's so real. So yeah, that's number five. Number six. Quote: A writer is working when he's staring out the window. Burton Rasco. Dang, we we just be dropping jewels, man. Cause <laughs> I could have swore. Yeah, I, I thought swore. You... <laughs> Where we heard somewhere like that, something like that for. I could have swore. Cat said we always writing. I could have yeah. swore. I could have Some, swore. Somebody was saying some shit like that a couple <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> Who could it have been? Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, you know this 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 says it all. I mean, when, you know, you're always as a writer, you're always writing. When you walk down the street, you're writing. When you watching a movie, you're writing. When you know what I'm saying, like just when you're living life, you're writing because everything, you know, is part of that process. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's deep. I, yeah, I, I love that quote because I'm like, yeah, staring out the window. People think that you just staring, just not thinking about nothing. Little right. do they know, like an entire song is being formulated in your mind on some jinga shit. Like you're just sitting there, like, yeah, you know what I mean, putting it all together. Even if you don't have any words yet, you you mm-hmm. have like uh, the, the motion of it, the direction of it. Like I, I see sometimes a lot of times for me when it comes to writing albums, most of the time it's it, it's dependent upon beats for me only because. Mm-hmm. I already have so many things in my head that I could talk about, but I'm just waiting on the right beat to pull it out of me. Yep, exactly. So like I'll have concepts that I'll be walking around with for years. Mm-hmm. And then 
I'll finally hear a piece of music that unlocks it. Yeah. And I'm like, here. Boom. Then I can go. And it's really quick. It's not a long process because writers are always writing, right? Right. Yeah, I love that quote. All right. Number seven. The best time to plan a book is while you're doing the dishes. Agatha Christie. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, man. I mean, this is this kind of piggybacks on the last quote. Like you're all you got to always be in that in that, you know, we're always in that zone as a writer. You're always in that zone, no matter what you're doing. You know, you're always in that zone of of writing and getting those thoughts, you know, organizing your thoughts and all of that. Like no matter what you're doing yes. know, as a writer, it's always it's always there. It's always present. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me think that maybe a mistake a lot of uh, inexperienced writers make is that they assume that writing has to always be this formal standalone process. Yeah, like, I got to sit down at my desk, you know, yeah. desk, like got to be on computer. Got Nah, bro. Like <laughs> I, I like I've been I've been telling myself, like, I'm writing my book as we speak. Like, I've been writing my book for the last couple months just because mm -hmm. I'm formulating the thoughts and getting everything in my head about how I want to present it, how I want to write it, what I want to talk about, all of that stuff. And I haven't necessarily written anything down yet, but I, that doesn't mean I'm not writing. Right. Right. Yeah. That's fucking dope. That's dope. Yeah. So that's number seven. Number yeah. eight quote is this. Just write every day of your life. Read intensely, then see what happens. Most of my friends who are put on that diet have very pleasant careers. Ray Bradbury. Mm. Yeah. I mean, write. <laughs> write and read, man. Sounds like what we've been talking about. Write and read and see what happens. Yeah. See what right happens and, and see what happens. And I put money on it that you'll become a better writer. <laughs> yeah. Just write and read. Yeah. You'll fuck around and become a professional. Right. Because that's what he says. He says, most of my friends who are put on that diet have pleasant careers. Mm hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't even say they'll become a better writer. You'll definitely become a better writer. He's saying right. that if, if you read and write every fucking day, read intensely and just keep going, you'll fuck around and have a career writing. Yeah. Dope, dope quote from Ray Bradbury. All right, and he wrote one of my favorite books of all time too. Yeah, um, yeah. Fahrenheit uh, four, um, Fahrenheit four fifty one. Yep, yep. American classic. Love that book. Yep. Um, number nine and number ten kind of go together, so I'm gonna read them uh, back to back, and we'll talk about them. Number nine says, "Close the door. Write with no one looking over your shoulder. Don't try to figure out what other people want to hear from you." Figure out what you have to say. It's the one and only thing you have to offer. Barbara Kingsolver. And number mm -hmm. 10 is you have to follow your own voice. You have to be yourself when you write. In effect, you have to announce this is me. This is what I stand for. This is what you get when you read me. I'm doing the best I can by me or not. But this is who I am as a writer, David mm. Morrell. Mm. Like that goes back into the um, the quote from Maya Angelou about having that story inside you, having that untold story inside you. You have to, you have to be comfortable enough with yourself, you know, and understand yourself enough to know what you have to offer is worth putting down on paper. 
you know, you have to believe in yourself enough and to call yourself a writer and say, this is me, like it or not. This is me on a page. You know, somebody's going to pick it up and read it. Somebody might not, but this is me on a page. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of uh, when we did uh, two episodes ago and we said prioritize uh, honesty over perfection. Yeah. You know, these quotes kind of hit on that, that thing where people spend so much time trying to write like other writers, trying to Mm. write in a style or be current or speak in a voice that might not even be theirs just because that voice might be popular or it might be the their favorite voice when they read other people. They might read authors who s- speak in this voice or write in this way. And so when they sit down, that's in their head. I gotta be like him. I gotta write like them. I need to. I need to 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 do this as they would. And then they get stuck. Mm-hmm. But you know, trying to do that. But when you actually are just being yourself, that's when you're at your best. Yeah, and that's when the writing comes easy too. Like when you're reaching. It's hard to reach sometimes, like if especially if you if you're not a reader, mm-hmm. you don't have a lot of points of reference. But when you're writing about yourself, like it it flows differently. You know, it's a it's a very different process when you're writing about yourself and writing about what you know. You yes. know, it, it's a different process. Yes. So that's number ten. Okay, uh, we'll take a break and we'll be right back. I've been talking about it a while, but it's finally here. My new book, The Social Media cheat code if you're an artist creative or entrepreneur this book is for you i've been a full-time artist for almost 20 years and a majority of that time has been spent online building my following i've learned a lot of lessons and all of those lessons are in this book what days and times are best to post what elements make a post work or fail how to organically get more engagement how to use current events to grow your following how to automate your posts how to repurpose your content how to sell more products and much much more no complicated jargon no fluff just common sense techniques that you can use and apply immediately if you're tired of guessing and ready to step up your social media game head on over to waitlist.net right now and order your signed copy today peace all right folks Super duty, tough work, back in the building, Printnificence, Illogic, the most infamous podcast on planet Earth, you know, yeah. helping you become a more successful artist, what we do every day. And here we are talking about inspirational quotes about writing, 25, we got 10 down, we are on number 11, number 11 quote is this, if my doctor told me I only had six minutes to live, I wouldn't brood. I type a little faster. Isaac Asimov. <laughs> yeah, living the right, man. <laughs> you know, like, it's it's one of those things like we talked about before. Like, even if we didn't have these careers, even if tomorrow people stop buying our records, it's part of us, man. It's, it's, it's life to us. Like, making beats and writing rhymes and, you know, just writing in general is part of us. And no matter what, I just gotta get this thought out. You know what I'm saying? So like let me just let me type a little faster. Let me cause I gotta I gotta get this out of me. You yes. know what I mean? That's it's a it's a beautiful thing. And it's um I I love the fact that, you know, we have these gifts mm-hmm. and that, you know, we can use those to get, you know, our story out and and put it on paper. It's a it's a beautiful thing, man. Yeah, yeah. And something else this quote makes me makes me think is about just like legacy. Mm-hmm. And what the gift that writing gives you in terms of legacy, yeah. whether we 
uh, consciously acknowledge it or not, when you go to a library, you are looking at the physical representation of that author's legacy. Mm. Long after those authors are gone, those books will still be here telling their story, documenting their lives, uh, documenting, chronicling the times that they lived in mm-hmm. in a way that very few things can in life. Yeah. You know, I think maybe that subconscious thing is part of why writing a book is on everyone's bucket list. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we want to chronicle this thing. We want to to leave something behind tangible, you know, with us. Um, yeah. And uh, his quote, that's what it makes me think, like six minutes to live. He says it wouldn't, he, you know, he just typed a little fast. I was like, yo, if I die tomorrow, at least I can say, yo, I wrote five books and all these albums. So people can, if they want to put the pieces together and see what the times was like that we were living in um, mm-hmm. and see what we were doing and put together the pieces, it'll be right there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Even in my, my, my writing of songs in the last few years, like I've been thinking about legacy a lot. You know what I mean? Like even in, in physical form as far as my children. Um, but, you know, as an artist, you know, art is one of the few things that, you know, allows you to live forever. Yep. You know what I mean? And I think a lot about how I'm going to be remembered. You know what I'm saying? Like if nobody knows me personally, if somebody doesn't know me personally and they picked up my albums, would I be proud of that legacy? You know what I'm saying? And, and I think about that a lot. Um, mm. when I write and I think that's that's a super dope thing to have in your back pocket like I'm going to live forever basically you know what yeah. I'm saying? people will always be able to hear my voice <laughs> yeah that's crazy it's really crazy when you think about it yeah. but it's really dope alright number 12 quote is this every writer I know has trouble writing Joseph mm. Heller mm. Part yeah, of the, it, it, it's part of the process yeah <laughs> You know, I believe I believe that was a bullet point from last week. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Failure is I part think, of the process. I believe yeah. that was the yeah. the bullet point. Yeah. I think your voice talked about that. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Yeah, nothing's yeah. perfect, man. Yeah, it's not some uh people writers be thinking that having tr- troubles writing is like an anomaly. You know what I mean? Like it's the, nah, it's part of the job. Yeah. You're supposed to, you're not supposed to just sit down and every single thing comes out perfectly at the exact time you wish it would, the exact form, and you don't have to revise it or go back or tighten it up or, or, or revisit it. And you know, that's not, that's not it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of the job and it's okay. You know, you won't, but I tell you one thing, if you're not writing, you ain't having no trouble writing, you know, like you gotta actually be sitting down trying to write to have a problem writing. Right. Yeah, you got to be writing to have a problem with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you're at least writing, you're doing all right. Like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm having some problems. With, yeah, you know, uh, writing. Yeah, because you're trying to write because mm-hmm. you're doing the, the most important step. So, yeah, that's number 12. Number 13 quote is this. Good writing is remembering detail. Most people want to forget don't forget things that were painful or embarrassing or silly. Turn them into a story that tells the truth. Paula Danzinger. Yeah, this this piggybacks on that, you know, um, point that we made about honesty and, you know, being being upfront and, you know, about about what you're writing is 
the best writing usually comes from a place of pain, like extreme pain or extreme happiness. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like usually my best writing personally is when I'm extremely down or I'm extremely up. Yeah. And that's how it is with, with most people. And I think especially with the pain, a lot of people don't want to relive those moments. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people want to try to forget those moments and forget that they even exist. But those painful moments are the things that attach people to you. You know, yes. like I don't think my fan base would be what it was if I didn't have songs like Hate in a Puddle and I wish you would make me in my catalog. Yeah. You know, because that pain, I needed to get that out. And the fact that, you know, we can do this, you know, some people, they don't have that ability to get those feelings out, but they need to hear that they're not alone in this world, that they're not the only ones going through stuff. Yeah. You know, so I think it's very important to get those those emotions out, especially the painful ones, but also the embarrassing, silly, happy, you know, jovial ones as well. Yeah. Yep. Well said. Well said. Number 14 quote is this. Hold on. Move this up a little bit. There is no rule on how to write. Sometimes it comes easily and perfectly. Sometimes it's like drilling rock and then blasting it out with charges. Ernest <laughs> Hemingway. Yeah, man. Hemingway's that man. Hemingway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. Hey, you know, just keep it going. You know what I'm saying? A professional is an amateur who didn't quit. You know, sometimes it flows out. <laughs> sometimes it's 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 a it's a rock climb. You gotta get up there. You yeah, know, but man. but just don't quit and keep it going, man. Yeah. Yeah, I love how they talk about this, you know, because it ain't it ain't always pretty. Mm. And there there are days when like I'll sit down and everything will come out so amazingly that I'll be fucking impressed. Like, holy shit, how did I nail this on the first try? How did I just, what, where was I at when I wrote this? Can I get back there? Mm-hmm. But then there's other days I'm like, yeah, I was kind of off that day. Why had to rewrite some of this? This was cool. Right. Only get 300 words out. And you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Let me just, let me just go get back, you know, tomorrow. I, I'll, I'll do better, you know, but mm-hmm. yeah, some days you got it. Some days you don't, but keep going. It's number yeah. 14. Number 15 is this. The scariest moment it's always just before you start. After that, things can only get better. Stephen King. Yeah, man, that's the hardest part. You know, we talk about it all the time. Just showing up, you know, just just starting. Once you get started, is everything's downhill from there. But it's it's taking the time and making the time to actually sit down and say, OK. Here it goes, you know, yes. what I'm saying and putting that pen to paper. And once that pen is the paper, then it's like you can exhale a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This reminds me of the, the other point we had about uh, the routine is more difficult than the writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like before you start, when you're thinking about starting, when you want to you think of all these these ideas and it's just cluttered. That's the hard part. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, getting to the, the desk, sit, sitting down at your laptop, that's hard. But once you're there and once you get some words on the paper, it just gets easier and easier and easier and easier. So train yourself to not trip on the beginning and just make sure just you're just putting shit on paper. If that's your issue, because after that, it only gets better. It only gets better. Right. So that's number 15. Number 16 quote is this. As a writer, you have to have the three D's 
drive, discipline, and desire. If you're missing any one of those three, you can have all the talent in the world, but it's going to be really hard to get anything done. Nora Roberts. Mm. Yeah, this is what this goes back to what we said about talent not necessarily being as important as a lot of these other things. You know, if you don't have drive, if you don't have discipline, you don't really desire to be a writer, you won't be. You, you can be as talented as you want, but if there's no drive, no discipline, no desire, you ain't going to get nothing. Nothing's going to get done. You yeah. won't be a writer at all. Yeah, I think she'd be listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Over there. <laughs> right. Look, I mean, where'd she get that idea? Where'd she get this shit about discipline? Mm. Who've been talking about that for the last couple of years? Mm. She'd probably be participating in our 30 Days of Discipline Challenges. <laughs> Facts. That's how she got her last book done. Yeah. She'd be listening on the low. She needed to just come on on the show and just share. You better call in when it's time. You know what I mean? Share her results and she just <laughs> taking our ideas and shit. Funny. Number 17. Quote is this. I try to write a certain amount each day, five days a week. A rule sometimes broken is better than no rule. Herman Wook. Mm. Yeah. Having that discipline, having that, you know, that drive to do it. Super, super important. Yeah. What I love about this quote is that he says a rule is better than no rule. Yeah, even if you break the fucking rule. Yeah. Even if you break the rules, better than not having no rules. Motherfuckers be out here like, no, I don't want no discipline. I don't want to go to the studio at no certain time. I don't want to write at a certain time every day. I want to just be free and everything. And then you're 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 years behind a guy who just puts 9 a.m. on his fucking calendar and misses it three or four times a week. Right. Right. Because at least he sits down and he's got a guideline to, to steer him. You yeah, sit it's there. It's there. Yeah. A rule broken is better than no rule. That's a fucking bar. Yeah. <laughs> you know put something in place so that even when you break it you're far ahead of the people who didn't yeah you know you're allowed to miss we're allowed to miss a week of shows right we were just talking about the podcast we're allowed to miss a week why because we know saturday mornings mm -hmm. this is what we supposed to do this is what we want to do and when we miss okay cool but we know what we do when we what it is right right and so when all the motherfuckers would be like, oh, man, I be trying to podcast. I just can't do it regularly, man. I just, how y'all be showing up every week? Because we set a time. We have a goal. Yeah. We might break the rule. Sometimes we might miss a week every, every, every couple months. But we know what the fuck we supposed to be doing. Right. You know? Yeah, I love that. A rule broken is better than no rule. If you at home, write that down. And uh, yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. To all loyal listeners of the Super Duty Tough Work podcast, our brand new t-shirt is here. We've had hoodies in the past, but never t-shirts. So we decided to bust out a brand new design for our first t-shirt, which is the most infamous design. The shirt pays homage to Mob Deep's debut album, The Infamous, but flips it and bounces it like y'all know we do if you want to support the podcast and rep the squad by ordering a shirt go to waitlist.net quick note this shirt is sold exclusively 
with pre-orders of the new book, The Social Media Cheat Code. So you can pick up the signed book and a t-shirt at the same time. That's it for now. We appreciate your support. Back to the show. All right. Back in the building. Mm-hmm. Super duty tough work. Y'all know. They know. They know. You know what we do. How we be doing these things. Formulas and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know. Yo, just a reminder, everybody out there, you know, we got the YouTube channel. On YouTube, all these topics we do are organized by topic. That means that we have playlists on our YouTube page, which is something we can't do anywhere else. And so we have playlists that that put all these topics into a playlist. You know, so you know this is gonna be a part of our writing playlist. You'll have multiple anytime we do an episode about writing, it'll be in this playlist. So when you want to lock in on that and be inspired by that, boom, it's there. We have playlists on music production. We have playlists on uh, uh, marketing and promotion. You know, we have a playlist that's just our interviews. So if you're not on our YouTube, if you're not a subscriber, please go over there and subscribe. You know, we're going to start doing some content just for that, you know. And, uh, you know, obviously you can watch us and listen to us there when you're doing shit around the house or whatnot. Or if you're just chilling, making art and shit, you want to throw us on in the background, head over there. But understand, we have playlists set up on the front page. For all of this shit. And it's just get every week we do an episode, we categorize it and put it in there. So please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Word. Back to the show. Number 18 quote is this. There's no better teacher for writing than reading. Get a library card. That's the best investment. Alyssa Valdez. I mean. It's a super duty quote right there. Like, she be listening to. She be listening. <laughs> what up, Alyssa? Lot, I know you listening. I know you on it. I know you on it. Alyssa Valdez. A listening to super duty tough work, Valdez. <laughs> your name. You know. Yeah, library card is important, man. Like we um, talked about that on the uh, yeah. what episode are we really going on? On like the ten things, ten cheap things all artists need. Yeah. Library yeah, card was, was one of them, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. So important. So important. So important. Yeah. It's, it's free. And, and then on another episode, we talked about how like uh, they have like the free classes available mm-hmm. for people with library cards, like the LinkedIn Learning, the Lynda.com. Um, yo. And and those platforms, you can get any book, any, you know what I'm saying? Uh audio book, uh courses on creative writing, writing, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. are there you know so yeah don't sleep on a library man it's the best resource and free resource that exists yeah youtube is cool but the library is is way before and way beyond that you know facts it, it dives a lot deeper so that's number 18 number 19 quote is this if you write one story it may be bad if you write a hundred you have the odds in your favor edgar rice burroughs yeah, man, writers write, man. We talked about we talked about um, this kind of last week when we were talking about how, you know, people only hear 10 percent of what we actually create, you yep. know, because, you know, we create so much yep. that, you know, like 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 you say, um, if I'm gonna make 10 beats, you know, the odds are 
you know, 50% will probably be fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you're having a good day, you know, you're looking at probably 60, 70%. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. But you're going to have some bad ones in there. Yeah. But if you only if you only did one beat that day and it's bad, yep. then then it's bad. You know yes. what I'm saying? But if you do 10, then you you got you got better odds, especially the fact that you're constantly, you know, if you're taking a lot of the advice that we give and that is in these quotes, if you're constantly writing, if you're constantly you know, working on your art, then the odds are you're getting better. So the odds are you're going to have more good times than bad times. Yes. With it. Yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think we, we called that, uh, playing the percentages mm-hmm. in the previous episode, you know what I mean? And so it's not just us, you know, a lot of cats who are really amazing writers, you know, uh, legendary writers believe the same thing. You know, you don't want to put too much pressure on one thing right as often as possible and then you have many more chances at success number 20 quote is this being a good writer is three percent talent 97 percent not being distracted by the internet anonymous get off only get off only fans man get off (laughs) get off that only fans yo (laughs) we told y'all last week we told y'all uh, shut down that browser bro <laughs> come on man you know ain't nothing over there for you nothing but a distraction you know what i'm saying yeah three percent talent 97 percent not being distracted by the internet ain't that the motherfucking truth yes and it gets harder and harder every time you know uh as we uh tend to justify our surfing like as research as you know, I'm taking a break, and then your breaks be longer than your productivity periods. Like my right. break, my break is thirty minutes. I wrote for three minutes. Mm. You're not taking a break. The writing is actually a break from surfing. You know what I mean? Right. Right. <laughs> you you act like surfing is a break from writing. No, no. Yeah. So that's number twenty. Number twenty one, and this is probably a favorite of this show. Mm-hmm. Number twenty one quote is this: If you wait for inspiration to write. You're not a writer. You're a waiter. Dan Pointner. It's self-explanatory, man. <laughs> like, what even? It's the bar, you know. You are not a writer. You're a waiter. Man, I just got to wait. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't hit me yet. You know right. what I'm saying? I got to be inspired, man. Mm-hmm. The incense ain't lit, you mm-hmm. know. You know the lighting ain't right, uh, you know. It's full moon tonight, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Can't be writing on no full moon, you know what I mean? You know it's Mercury retrograde. <laughs> it's cloudy outside, yo. Where the yeah. sun at? Uh uh-uh, uh, man. This is not the time. You know, hey, I'm a Scorpio. Scorpios don't be writing in, in June. You know what I'm saying? We taking June off, you know. What I mean? mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's number 21. 22 quote is this: if a story is not about the hearer, he will not listen. And here I make a rule. A great and interesting story is about everyone or it will not last. John Steinbeck. Yeah, I I think this goes goes into, you know, everybody has a story, but. Everybody can relate to people in some way we can we can all relate. Everybody goes through the same stuff. The you know, the the times are different, but. You know, the everything is the same, you know, we're all human beings. We all go through pain. We all go through loss. We all go through. So in essence, as long as you're telling your own story, then you're most likely telling somebody else's. Yes. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that's what make makes interesting writing and that's what makes people latch on to writers, you know, is that they see themselves in the writing. Exactly. I, I think that's super important. Yeah, yeah. We as artists can never forget that. Like, yo, look, you do have a unique experience, but the more you can translate your unique experience into a universal experience, right? the more successful you will be simply because more people will be able to relate to you. Um, it's not selling out. It's just becoming a better storyteller, right. really identifying the parts of the story that are bigger than you, you know, and making sure you give them enough light to where it's not just me, 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 me. The story, you're just a character in a story that everybody can relate to. You know, that just happens to be your story. Mm -hmm. That's number 22. Number 23 quote is this. Sometimes the ideas just come to me. Other times I have to sweat and almost bleed to make ideas come. It's a mysterious process, but I hope I never find out exactly how it works. I like a mystery, as you may have noticed. J.K. Rowling. Mm beauty of writing hey yeah it, it, it is some mysterious shit <laughs> it is it is like those times when you just like you was uh you played me that song you know yeah. what i'm saying the other day mm -hmm. that you said you did long time ago and you're like how was i in this bag you know <laughs> right. what i'm saying like where was i at when i wrote this like it, it just happens though you know what i'm saying it just happens like thousand whispers i'll never i have never mm -hmm. written anything like that since yeah i don't know what i was doing I don't know where I, I think I was in my dorm room in college when I wrote that yeah. I was just it, it was I was just in a place you yeah. know what I'm saying and you can't you can't manufacture inspiration like that mm -mm. you can't manufacture that mm -mm. you know sometimes they flow and other times you gotta you know it, it's hard to get a 16 out you know yes. <laughs> it's hard yes. to get eight bars out you know but that's what that's why it's so important that you write regularly mm -hmm. because if you write regularly you have more opportunities for the magic to happen yeah. uh, than someone who sits around and just writes, oh, I'm inspired now. It's going to be magical. Or I feel like it today. It's going to be magical. Nah, it might not be magical. That magic just fucking happens. I can't explain none of this shit. When I sit back and it's like a fucking out of body experience when I go back and reread some of my best writing. I'm like, mm -hmm. holy shit, how did I come up with that? Even shit down to just like writing books now. Yeah. I read sections of my own books like, whoa, I was in my bag. What the fuck was I on that day? This chapter is banging. Yeah. Wow. I, I And I'm like, I don't remember the process. Mm -hmm. I don't remember coming up with that. I just I just kind of put myself in a position to write. And let the shit happen. Kept going and then eventually the shit starts to come. But you can't just uh, plan it out. It's something magical about it. So just put yourself in position and, and uh, it'll happen more often. Yeah. Number 24 quote is this. We will open the book. Its pages are blank. We are going to put words on them ourselves. The book is called Opportunity and its first chapter is New Year's Day. Edith Lovejoy Pierce. Hmm. Every day. Every day. <laughs> Every I love, day. I love the New Year's Day part of this, too, because that's yeah. when so many people are just like, I'm going to do this shit. Mm -hmm. January 1st I'm about to write this book <laughs> yeah and it's also and this also like kind of puts gives insight to making a plan you know what I'm saying like yes. it's this is saying like this is what we're gonna start on this day you know it's not yeah. it's not saying like 
this isn't a past quote. This is a quote for the future. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like I have opportunity and on the first day of this year or the first day of whatever, you know what I'm saying? This is this is the beginning of something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's making it's it's making a plan, you know, and that's that's part of the battle is making that plan and then sticking to that plan. Yes. Yes. So now last joint. Mm-hmm. Last inspirational quote is this. Number 25 is this kind of Nev- sums everything up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> never, never, never give up. Winston Churchill. Yeah. I mean, I won't even need to say nothing about that. Just don't give up. That's it. Right? Keep going. Keep going. Writers write. Amateur ain't nothing but a, you know, a professional ain't nothing but an amateur that didn't quit. You know <laughs> what I'm on. saying? Right, man. Keep it going. Yeah. And there's too many bullet points for me to read all these back this week. So I hope y'all, you know, pardon me on that. Usually I read back the bullet points. But this is 25 joints. It'll be here another five minutes uh, reading those back. But I hope that you got something out of this at home. You know, uh, hope that if you're writing or whatever you do, I think this applies to any craft. And I hope that uh, you found some inspiration in this. If you were stuck, that you uh, get amped, sit down and say, you know what? Today's the day. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to at least put something on a calendar to where I try. And maybe I don't do it every day, but doing it on the days that I do it still puts me ahead of where I would have been had I not put it on the calendar and tried. And so, uh, you know, we wish y'all well in y'all creative endeavors, you know, and uh, we'll see y'all next week. Work. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Peace. Shoot, I got styles already that's more complex that nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>